Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sam Legasic. And I'm Dreadful Dan Gallagher. And we're two old buddies that have lived our life at the edge of the Main Street. So come join us where things are a little... odd. This is the... of yours will be reduced to a burned-out cinder. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Oddcast, Movies, Music and Gaming. And I've got another minute with you. And, oh, look, here's Dan. Hi, Dan. Oh, my God, it's me. It's so odd here in the Oddcast room. <laughs> Hello. Hello. What are you wearing? Jesus. Um, <laughs> what, you got a problem? You got a problem with a man in a pink dress with a strap on? Well, no, it's the, uh, it's what's on your head. <laughs> That's, <laughs> I find a bit weird. It's a, um, it's a, Just my dildo it's a leather face helmet. mask. <laughs> Oh right, that's what it is. <laughs> so that's what I see. Do you know? I've um, I read something this morning. Really weird. Talking about it, I'm a, a a serial killer, and I'd never heard of him before. And I thought I knew all the serial killers. Called the Beast of Jersey. Have you heard this one? That's an X Files episode. That is the Jersey Devil. <laughs> um, but we're talking about the Beast of Jersey. Oh, that's a bit so closer easy to, to get home. Those too confused, isn't it? Yeah, Jersey, the island that is in part of the United Kingdom. In the British Isles. Yes. Um, And what this guy did, this is a really horrible thing to kind of open up on, but um, I hadn't heard of this before. And apparently there's a 2017 film called Beast or whatever, which I might dig out now just because of this, Um, is he basically throughout an extended period of time would go into people's houses like and rape and kill people, but like children, women, whatever. But he did mm. it with this like fucked up mask on. And you can see his outfit. If you Google yeah. it, the Beast of Jersey. Um, I, ca- I was like, 
that is one of the most horrifying things I can think of, basically. That is disturbing on all levels. Like the fact that he's wearing this big fucked up mask and doing that to whatever. Could you imagine? Oh my God. I'm looking at him. Horrible. That mask. Yeah, it's really like, it's really fucked my head up. So it's anyone... a shame because the guy's obviously talented. He could have worked in, in the film industry. What, making in... Texas Chainsaw Make... masks? Yeah, in props and that. Oh, don't. It's not, honestly, oh my it's God. There's a book called The Beast of Jersey by his wife. Oh my God. Christ, I can't believe... I'm, I'm surprised this isn't better known. Yeah, that's what I mean. I was reading about it this morning going, like, why the fuck am I only just hearing about this? It's, it's like one right. of the most horrible things. Like, there should be like Netflix will inevitably release something probably within the next year. They're running out of true crime stuff. But it is really bad. Like, it's really horrible, awful shit. Oh, he had spiked wristbands as well. Yeah. What's weird as well, Jersey, I've been to Jersey, it's tiny. There's not that many people living there. Yeah. Especially back then as well. So like, he would have probably known, you know, people yeah. would have known him. Yeah. Small community. Yeah. Hell. That's how he had to dress up as Santa at one point for like some thing that his wife was doing. Um, oh. It's really horrible and weird. Anyway, Thanks sorry. for kicking the show off. Yeah, kicking the show off something really <laughs> horrid and disgusting. Um, but if anyone doesn't know, this is kind of what me and Dan never do a chat about. Yeah. <laughs> about stuff. Um, so, Dan, I, I was going to talk about other stuff that I've watched. Yeah. The main thing I've been watching, um, which has taken me away from my X-Files, is uh, the UK version of Don't Tell the Bride. <laughs> because, Why? Um, as we both uh, know, well, as I know, and you uh, may know or not, I can't remember, I do love my shitty TV. I do love my shitty reality TV where it's heavily formatted, hits the same beat. I don't have to use my brain and I laugh at the misfortune of others. <laughs> um, that, and that is basically what Dead to the Bride is. And <laughs> I can't, there was, I think there's been some absolutely fucking weird ones, but it's basically like, look at men, they're stupid. And then here are like these, yeah, these like man childs who have never had any responsibility, who are completely selfish, but it all yeah. ends on a happy note, even though they're terrible. One guy, the whole point of it is that you get £14,000 to put on a wedding, um, but you don't tell your wife what you're doing. And they've obviously, you know, obviously there's a process for them to be chosen anyway. So they're all going to be ridiculous ideas. Um, And yeah, one guy was like, oh, I'm going to do a skating thing, skating, and he's him and his like, well, fiance, all like tatted up, all like fucking cool, whatever. They're all black, skater shit, whatever. And, you know, she doesn't know how to skateboard <laughs> and he can only skate on a flat surface and he paid like £3,000 or something of this tight budget to have a couple of half ramps at this wedding and have her <laughs> come in on a um, skateboard. She she had to have two people holding her and it's kind of slipped out and then she just came on the thing. He d- ha- was spent the whole three weeks basically prepping to try and do, just to go on a half pipe, just to go up and down, like not like do a trick or anything up. crazy no. just to stay on the board couldn't do it and he gave up and he what? didn't have any and he didn't have any other skateboards or anything there so the whole altar is based around this half pipe that didn't get used and then at the after the reception the after pie at the reception there's this like half pipe just sitting out there no one used it <laughs> so, and, and it's like the theme of skateboarding and there was uh, no skateboarding 
it was just fucking, some of it is just like, these guys are just fucking idiots. Um, but I've quite enjoyed it randomly. I quite enjoyed yeah. it. I've also, um, I watched see a, the appeal. Yeah, it's stupid. Um, uh, but apparently the Australian one is the best. So I'm going to see if I can dig that out. Um, I've also been watching, I watched a film called Oxygen um, okay. by Alexandra Hans, I think his name is, um, who did Switchblade Romance. That's what I always remember him for. Um, and it's basically, did you ever see, um, what was it, Buried with Ryan Reynolds, where he's, the whole film is him in a coffin uh, being no. buried alive? It's like that, but sci-fi. And it is so fucking boring um, that I wanted to kill myself. Um, <laughs> and it was only until about 40 minutes in when she's still trapped in this thing, I was like, we're here for the whole movie. Like, <laughs> this wow. isn't, I was like, expecting after about 10 or 15 minutes, I was like, okay, she's going to get out any second and then this is going to, going to be like cube or something she's got you know her oxygen's running out she's gonna to have to try and find a way out of the spaceship or whatever yeah nope just trapped in this little cubicle um and that's it that's it. That's what, uh, so were you getting her like internal monologue or something no she's talking to the computer because it's all like set in the future oh, yeah. and all this stuff and she can like she's trying to like ring earth and whatever and it's just it's just fucking bullshit it was really shit um I'm trying to think what else I've been watching. Like, to be honest, like, not much. I watched Escape From, that film. Yeah. Um, yeah. Awful. It was really bad. Uh, didn't really like anything to do with it. Things Heard and Seen, another Netflix movie. It was pretty nothing. It's pretty blur. Um, yeah, I can't say that I've seen anything that's been particularly um, exciting, to be honest. What about you? What have you been watching? Oh, I'll tell you what I did watch, actually, before we start. I finished Castlevania season four, or whatever it is, the last series. And that was great. Yes. Loved Castlevania. Um, that was you actually... told me about that before, didn't you? I should yeah. probably check that out. Yeah, it's all finished oh. now. Um, they're not doing yeah. any more, I don't think. Um, and it was really good. I want to uh, I want to play the game, actually. I've got it on my own. Yeah, I need, to do, I need to play the game. old games as well. Um, there's a few of them now, isn't there? But um, yeah, sorry. That is something that I saw that was really good. I've been watching a few documentaries, um, quite recent ones. So last week I watched one, just came out this year, called Killing Escobar. Right. Um, and if you're in the UK, I'm watching these on um, BBC iPlayer. Mm. Um, it's about Pablo Escobar. Yeah. Who was at one point like the world's richest man. Huge cocaine magnate. Yeah. Um, in Colombia. And... Um, Basically, like, a rival cartel wanted him dead. So they hired a hitman from Scotland. And it's, like, his story. <laughs> um, and I put it on and I thought, I don't know how good this is going to be, but I just got drawn in. It was really good storytelling. Right. And um, the guy's still alive and they have a lot of, like, um, in, you know, interviews with him throughout the whole film. And it's as much his story of going from quite a troubled, aggressive young guy. You know, you don't get picked for a job like that unless you've got a background. And he'd been like fighting in, he'd been, he'd been like a gun for hire in some of the like African military coups, for example, like Jesus. Algeria. And so um, he talks a bit about his, you know, as it go through, goes through, he talks about his journey. Um, and basically the, basically the mission went wrong and he ends up like stranded in a helicopter crash in the middle of, like, the jungle. Mm. And he's just waiting for Escobar's men to come and kill him. 
And um, he basically he was like, I think it's the first time in his life he had time to like actually stop and think. Right. And um, yeah, he survived he, like, and had a, yeah, exactly. He was like, maybe I shouldn't do all this killing and that. Yeah. <laughs> maybe there's something that drives this aggression that's not not completely positive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was quite it was quite cool. He. He had he had a strange kind of yeah wisdom about him this this old old guy, but um yeah it was good you know a good bit of drama as well. Um, and the other one I watched was um, Feels Good Man. Didn't know that. That I really recommend that. Um, it's about Pepe the Frog. Okay. The meme. Yeah. Which then became co-opted by the alt right movement mm. in America. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. So, just a fantastic kind of documentary that touches on so many different things because they spend a lot of time with the guy that created. Pepe the Frog, right? Um, like he's just like the most um, like archetypal kind of like Californian laid back hippie dude, right? And he's like, I just want to do my little cartoon, and it's basically become this meme that's run out of control, and um, it's all about it's about him as an artist, but it's about you know intellectual property. He then kind of like takes legal action eventually. But by that time, it's like it's too widespread. So then it's all about like the phenomena of, it's like the, uh, it talks about like the 4chan kind of guys and where yeah. that all came from. It's about how, how does a meme, how is it created? What's the psychology behind it? Right. Tribalism. And then you've got all this stuff about Trump, recent American politics. Um, and it's even got some stuff about um, NFTs. Oh, really? Because there's this there's bloody like Pepe coins or whatever now. <laughs> and some guy spends like $20,000 on a rare Pepe Fucking NFT. Hell. And it's just, it was just a really encompassing documentary. It touched on so many interesting things. Um, 
and it, and it's great again a great piece of drama because it very clearly sets up like the good guys versus the bad guys mm. at the end in this kind of like battle for his intellectual property oh because pepe the frog got listed as a um, official like hate symbol um which meant that like his attempts to <laughs> like merchandise it with t-shirts and things all the stock had to be destroyed oh fucking hell so he was on like a bit of a mission to like have it delisted and all this kind of stuff um Jesus. yeah just really really interesting documentary um yeah worth watching yeah nice quite unique I saw that um, Oscar winner one for My Octopus Teacher. Did you watch that? No, I really want to see that. No, I didn't like it. I thought it was really pretentious and shit. Uh, it's, I'm going to watch it anyway. I was actually like, what am I watching? Like, what? Like, this guy just wants to fuck this octopus. Like, what is... that? And the, whole, the whole premise, right, is he's like, right. it starts off with like, I'm a filmmaker and I kind of needed some time away and I wanted to spend some time with my family and reconnect with my family, blah, 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 blah. And then he sets off every day, every day going into the ocean with this octopus. And he's like, you've got a family back there. You're supposed to be reconnected with your family. And you're like, oh, see you, love. Bye, kids. Yeah, I'm off to fuck off with this fucking octopus again and be there all day. He's like, yeah, every day I went down there and I searched for the octopus and blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh, that's great. That really served your purpose, didn't it? I thought, what a prick. What an absolute dickhead. Um, what an Oscar. That just makes me want to see it more. Ugh, I like, it's the, like all these I like, like this guy who sounds a bit deluded and lost. It's it's done, it's completely like serious, but it's also like he will um uh sorry. He also has like um the camera set up like you know, um, and it's like, oh, you know, I was just kind of swimming around and this thing. It's like, you're filming it, mate. There's no one else filming it. You're, you've set up the camera yeah. for these, like, staged yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. It's all, I don't know. And I was just like, it's just not supposed to make. But, like, um, I was expecting something to happen or something like that and whatever. And it's just like, no, it's just about this guy and this octopus. So, whatever. Did I tell you about the terror? Did Have you spoken about this already? This is the thing about the trip to the Arctic. Trip, yeah, the expedition. <laughs> um, yeah, have we talked about this before? Yeah, I think we did this Did you watch before. it? I still haven't watched it. It's on my... I, I, I should watch it, shouldn't I? It'll disappear soon. Yeah, I'm, I'm tempted. I've watched the whole thing twice now. And Whoa. I am tempted, very tempted to go back and give it a third, which is absolutely ridiculous, I know. And I was speaking to... Who was I speaking to about the other day? And they were like, oh, first episode was so boring. So it's like, just not worth it. And I was like, you don't get it. <laughs> like, it's, uh, like, I don't know how anyone could watch that and not want to keep watching it. But whatever. Um, yeah, that was really good. I also finished um, Love, Death and Robots. Did you ever watch that? It's a Netflix thing. No. They did a, um, it's David Fincher weirdly produced it, but it's like little short stories, completely self-contained. Um, and each one is animated and it's by a different animation house. So with uh-huh. each episode, you've got a different unique story in a different style. And there's a lot of like really cool fucking stuff. So some of them are just like quite abstract. Some of them are quite experimental. Some of them are just like the, like the most realistic looking fucking CG you'll ever see. Um, and all this, uh, and, but they're all like little science fiction basically. Um, stories but anyway the second season of that came and went and each episode is only like fucking like you know 10 minutes or something um that sounds good them. so you can do you can do the lot in like an hour 
Um, Where are they? It's on Netflix. Hey. Hey. Um, I'll find them somewhere else. Somewhere yeah, else. That's, I mean, you could do both series in like a couple of hours. <laughs> you know what I mean? You sit through and just go through the lot. Oh, um, that reminds me. Hmm. I think I told you about this. Beef House. Oh, um, Tim and Eric. The, yeah, the new Tim and Eric. It's on, um, again, in the UK, it's on like Channel 4's streaming service. Mm, yeah, I still need to check that out. I think it's an adult swim thing. Um, yeah, I was like, I'm curious. And it's only 15 minutes. And I watched it and I was like, that was pretty good. And it just had this, yeah, it just had this weird appeal. I was like, I really want to see the next one. Yeah. Even though it wasn't like laugh out loud, belly laugh kind of funny, but I was just like, yeah, I, just want, I have to see the next one. I just ended up watching the whole what lot. There's like six episodes. Right. Um, it's like a parody of a kind of like 80s, 90s American family sitcom. Yeah. You know, like where someone comes in the front door and like the living room's right there. Mm. Um, but the first episode's great because they just launch straight into it. You know, there's no explanation of who the family members are. Like, you know, right. you know, like Roseanne, there's always like a weird extra family member. Well, they're not a member of the family, but they're like in the house, weird hanger on. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. You're like, who are, why, who are these men and why are they all together? <laughs> And why do they keep referring to it as a beef house? Which is never, <laughs> never explained literally at any point. <laughs> Brilliant. They're like, oh, honey, I think one of them's, Eric's married in it. Yeah. Oh, honey, I wish we could, but but this being a beef house, you know, we have to <laughs> we have to keep up with, you know. Uh, yeah, it's, and obviously like spins into like surreal and absurdist situations. But yeah, Hello. I recommend it. Really uh, it. Yeah, I love anything Tim and Eric based. Um so, yeah, did you ever watch Tim and Eric's uh, Million Dollar Movie? No, no. What do you think? Um, I've heard mixed reviews. Yeah, it's pretty bad, um, to be mm. honest. It's just, it's kind of like, it's not a sustainable... I like it when their ideas are like short, sharp and sweet. Um, yeah. And it's kind of like, even obviously within it, they've got like the jokes have jokes within them, whatever. But um, I was watching it going, it feels like it's padded out to be a film rather than mm. kind of a you know, frenzied normal thing. Saying that, there's there are a couple, it's a, there's a good handful of moments which are just ridic- so fucking funny that it just makes it worth watching just for those. Again, as in like, I would watch it again, even though I didn't particularly enjoy the 90 minute run through i would watch yeah. it again just to get to those moments again there's basically yeah. like um without ruining it but there's like one point where they 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 buy the shopping mall basically is what it kind of is um this money and they it's uh i think it might be um i can't remember there's a guy working there it might be will forte or whatever his name is um, or it might be someone else and it's like oh yeah you know i've been working here forever and here's my son and tim to my deck and like just say, oh, this is your boy, right? Hey, kid, whatever, and all this stuff. And he's basically the whole scene ends where he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take your boy. You can call me, you can call me daddy now, whatever, and all this <laughs> stuff. But it gets like just that whole conversation, it just gets weirder and weirder. And then like, so now he's just got this like son um throughout the rest of the film, basically, <laughs> who like belonged to this guy. Um, it's just things like that, which is just like uh, I found really funny. Um, I'd like to watch that at some point. Yeah, that was Definitely. good. I think the best thing I've seen them both in is the film called The Comedy. 
Yeah, it's good that. I love that because they don't, they didn't write that, obviously. Mm. Um, so it's very different sort of humour. It's like so black as tar. Yeah. It's so depressing. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I thought that was great. I really found powerful. that, yeah, definitely. When that actually finished, I was inspired to go out and do something similar because essentially it's it's nothing. It's like, it's obviously it is something and there's these little vignettes or whatever. Yeah. But I liked the way it kind of took, like when you, like, um, cinema ability or whatever and all this where it's like you know it's, it's real life and it's kind of happening and there's just this little, these moments and it did kind of like feel like that um, and also just that the I, the existential crisis of someone like that I can relate to coming into like our 40s now yeah as we're about to um and uh yeah and also um I recommend the soundtrack as well um, okay. if you listen to it yeah weirdly there's one which is called like Disintegration 2 or something that is on my playlist quite regularly. Um, and it's just a weird, like, uh, it's a, a weird, like, um, ambient, sad thing. And I think it's actually a few things just played backwards and forwards or whatever. Um, hmm. It's quite interesting. But uh, I remember it happening in the film as well and being like, but just being like this is just this little bit it's really good but yeah um yeah i really like the comedy as well and that's what's weird about yeah. it is that it's actually it's not i love tim and eric but i didn't i don't i didn't crack a smile throughout the whole thing no um <laughs> even though in theory there was stuff there that would normally be funny and you would expect it to be funny because it's tim heidecker but because the tone of it is just so as you said dark and depressing and horrible yeah that it's like it's actually just really sad and pathetic. It's a weird thing for him to do. Well, well, the genius of casting them in it is that it's like an inversion of what they do because they're kind of, I don't know, like poster boys for this like ultra dry, ironic mm. kind of humour. And it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of poking fun at them a bit because then it's saying, you know, this is the reality then of being that detached and cold. Um, is they can't they they don't seem to be able to interact on a normal level. Yeah, there's that great scene at the end where I think he's like on a beach with a little boy. Yeah, I can't remember. And it's kind of like you kind of feel like oh maybe he's actually finding his like inner child and he goes to kind of play, but he seems a bit awkward and it's just kind of like oh, he's basically like lost touch with reality. Mm. He's just steeped in this like detached like and he's he's a clearly like privileged he's a privileged guy yeah and he's just uh really like lonely and oh, it's horrible it's really horrible yeah and then in the same guy made entertainment with um greg turkington as neil hamburger oh, i haven't seen that oh my god that's even darker <laughs> oh, really? i love that film that's one of my top 10 films of all time jesus is he in character just- He's, yeah, essentially, he's not called Neil Hamburger. I think he's just the entertainer. Right. Um, yeah, that is that is dark, dark, dark. Yeah, that's interesting. I have to check it out. Yeah, quite like all that stuff. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I, there probably is tons of other stuff I've been watching, but um, I can't remember it. Basically, I don't feel like I've watched anything half decent for forever. There's just nothing, I feel like. See what I went to the cinema to see Peter Rabbit too, and 
I fell asleep. <laughs> I, my daughter, my daughter seemed to like it. I can't stand it. I fell asleep for the I first time. I fell asleep for this man. one. Yeah, just didn't go by myself. Yeah, we went as a family. One then, for Peter Rabbit too, please. Back row. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> and are those tissues complimentary? Um, no, there you go, from disgusting. the beast of Jersey to the beast. A, a, a bunny. Yeah, there's a James Corden joke in there somewhere. Um, <laughs> the beast of East England. <laughs> He's an East yeah. Essex or something. Beast of Bobman. Yeah. Um, all right, yeah, let's leave it there. And uh, yeah, that was a, a nice little... Um, chat and hopefully some people were able to pull little gems little gems from our conversation there um and uh you know feel free to explore and research and uh you know write to us and tell us if you wholeheartedly agree or not or hate us for it um uh, yeah and uh, we'll see you in the next one goodbye bye Thank you for listening to Oddcast Movies, Music and Gaming. If you want to get in touch with us or get a movie, album or game put on our list to discuss, then email us at oddcastoddballs at gmail.com or a newwinterpodcast at gmail.com. This is part of a New Winter Podcast Network, so head on over to anewwinter.net to check out our other shows. You can also follow us on Instagram at anewwinter, Twitter at anewwinter, and you can head on over to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash anewwinter. Thanks for listening and see you again soon. 